Sometimes you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain Yeah, you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain And I think I got one Yeah, and I think I got one Yeah, yeah, I got one And I think I got one Okay, we'll do it. Episode 131. I'm doing it early. It's Friday. I'm going to put this out Monday. I know I'm a fucking phony. I know I'm a phony. All right, look. I wanted to do it Monday. I wanted to press it for Monday. But you know what I couldn't do? I couldn't. I have a lot going on Monday. I'm a busy person. So please, bear with me. Please be nice to me. Please stop accusing me of not having schizophrenia, okay? I'm afraid if I take... They're like, oh, Ryan, why don't you go to the doctor with your schizophrenia? By the way, this is the End of the Woods podcast where we talk about schizophrenia. So people always bring up to me, Ryan, why don't you go to the doctor? Why don't you go get checked out? Dana says, why don't you go to therapy? Well, here's the issue. If I start taking medication and everyone disappears and this isn't real, that would suck. So I'm going to just act like this is what it is. And if I have mild schizophrenia, let's just hope it doesn't get worse. Let's look that up. Let's start off the End of the Woods podcast hosted by Ryan Woods Rippin'. Can schizophrenia be cured? Huh. There's no known cure. Okay. Can schizophrenia get worse? Okay. You hear me typing? I'm getting, getting my production team on it. When people without schizophrenia or people with schizophrenia live without adequate treatment, their mental health can worsen. Okay. Do I have OCD yet? No. So we're, we're trending in the right direction. I don't think people understand that I'm still doing pretty good. Things are going in the right way. I tell Dana that I have schizophrenia and she takes it fucking serious. Doesn't she know I'm a fucking jokester over here? Hey. And then she's like, hey, go to therapy, you piece of shit. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to therapy. I'm just going to fucking sit here and watch videos on YouTube. That's what I do with my fucking time. I'm going to watch, I want to hear Joe Rogan talk about, I want to hear him talk about, you know, vaccines and stuff. And I want to see that one, you know, one guy posted on Instagram and said, hey, look, you know, whatever viewpoint you have, this is a good listen, no matter what side you're on which always means it really agrees with his side, right? Because everything's open-minded if it agrees with you. You know what I mean? He wouldn't say that about somebody who didn't agree with him, right? That's the catch, kids. Now, that's called form your narrative, right? If you want something to agree, if you think something's good for your claim, just say, hey, this is an interesting take, and it's just the take you like, right? And, and people will not listen, by the way. I've never, like, saw somebody listening to a podcast and was like, I'm going to go listen to that shit. That guy's got good, good fucking Rex. Good Rex. I think Joe Rogan definitely on steroids. 
which is cool. Ethan Klein is Joe Rogan on steroids. Ethan Klein of H3H3. H3. Um, steroids. He took ivermectin. I remember that. He's steroids, COVID. Um, Joe Rogan's COVID treatment. This is from Variety.com. Joe Rogan treats media cover rants about media coverage after taking ivermectin for COVID. Bro, do I have to sue CNN? Sorry, I'm not in a closed studio. Yeah, he is kind of horseworm Rogan. He said he took ivermectin. They keep saying I'm taking horsewormer. I literally got it from a doctor. It's an American company. They won the Nobel Prize. How oh, he loves facts. You are a distributor of misinformation sometimes. Sometimes, you know, on steroids. I never listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, by the way. And this probably takes me off of going on. Telling him that he's on steroids. Joe Rogan on steroids. Did Joe Rogan take steroids? I mean, his stomach um, would probably give that away. Joe Rogan says he doesn't, he says bodybuilding doesn't exist without steroids. Shocker. I had somebody tell me that they told their kid that they couldn't look like The Rock because The Rock takes steroids, and he was like 11. That's ridiculous. Let your kid live his life. If your kid wants to believe they can look like The Rock, let your kid believe they can look like The Rock, man. You know? Like, if yeah, sure, The Rock's traps go up to his fucking ears. Yeah, I wanted to look like The Rock. That's why I started working out. I remember when I started working out, <clears throat> my water's too far away, and I have something in my throat, so this is going to be a rough 25 minutes here. But we're going to gut it out, man. You guys know I'm the bravest man alive, but The Rock, I wanted to look like, I played this wrestling video game when I was young. I had to be like 11, maybe 10, and probably 12. Look, I don't know. All right, man, I got short-term memory loss. I have schizophrenia. Um, people, like in the game, all the wrestlers, no matter who it was, like the big show, Rey Mysterio, like these guys that weren't ripped in real life were in the game. They had abs, and their muscles were all cut up, and they were huge. Like, I mean, they were humongous. And so I was like, I want to look like them. So I would, I had these bunk beds when I was young. I had them until I was a sophomore in high school, which explains why I was a virgin for so long. And they weren't like normal bunk beds. They were the ones where one was on top, and then one slid in the middle, and I had a desk and a bookshelf. Let me tell you, the bookshelf didn't read any of those fucking books. The desk was used for storage. So it was a good, it was good though. And it had dressers built in, which was cool. But I remember I wanted to look like these guys so bad. So I'd put my feet up on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I would put my feet on the second rung and do crunches. And then on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, I would just do sit-ups. And I would do as many as I, until I couldn't feel my abs, like until my abs were like that shooting feeling, like that fucking sharp pain where somebody felt like somebody was stabbing you in the stomach. I would just do that until, you know, I would do like 200 a night and it didn't work. I mean, because I would still eat like shit. No one knew my plight. No one knew I was going on this plight trying to get abs. And then when I was in ninth grade, I had my, I got confirmed into the Catholic church which probably explains a lot of Catholic guilt I have. Like, when I'm not doing something, my Catholic guilt comes out in weird ways. Like, when I'm not... Like, I've been home this week, and when I'm not doing something, I feel like I'm letting somebody down. 
Maybe that's parents who expected a lot from me. Maybe that's Catholic guilt. Maybe that's me not being able to just sit down and relax. Maybe it's my schizophrenia. Like, it could be a lot of things, but I like to say it's my Catholic guilt. And someday I will go to church again. Someday. Dana can't go because she's, she's not even baptized. You know what I mean? So I don't even know. They, she asked it why there's so many hang-ups in our relationship. And I say, hey, listen, because you're fucking dirty, okay? You need to be cleansed. You didn't even have the choice to be cleansed. You were cleansed as a baby. Yeah, you know what? They wanted to find out if I swam. Right? They tried to drown me. And guess who came out? Me. Can't kill me, buddy. That's what I said to the priest. He dunked my ass. He pulled my ass out. I looked at him in the face and said, do it again. I said, do it again. That's what I'm about. So when you question me, pal, just know as a baby, I was fixing to get in a fight with a priest. Okay? So back to when I was younger, I got confirmed into the church. And when I did, my Aunt Eleanor, whose car I have... She gave me $100. I took that $100 to Sears, rest in peace, right? I took that $100 to Sears, and I got me a Joe Weider weight set. Do they still sell them? This thing had sand weights. It was, like, way too small. The bar was small. It had, like, a leg extension and a leg curl, so you could do your hamstrings and things. had this poster that's still up in my parents' garages to this day. And I would just do the full circuit. The problem was it had a preacher car curl attachment, but it didn't have like a preacher curl like, uh, like it had the pad, but it didn't have the the uh, handle. So you had to like carry the barbell. Oh man, did they have a Joe Weider weight set, weight bench? Damn, these are expensive. I got the cheap one. These are weeder weight benches from Walmart. They might have it. I got ended up getting a nicer one. As I got when I got older, I think my dad probably chipped in some money, unless inflation's caught up. You know, in Joe Biden's America. Um, it it did go up. It did not go down. I did end up getting one that had a decline, and it had like foam on. It had foam pads, so you could do chest flies, and stuff. Yeah, man, I was getting ripped. I'd go home from school and just get fucking ripped. It looked like this one. This one right here that you guys can't see because this is a audio podcast. Yeah, this kind of looks like it. They've updated it. This one, these were older. Had sand weights. It was awesome. Yeah, it was fucking... It was awesome. Maybe it's this one. Weeder Pro 265 Weight Bench. Sports and Outdoors at Amazon.com. See, it's, it's this one. Look that up if you want to see what I'm talking about. Weeder Pro 265 weight bench. It's a little bit, this one's a little updated, but it was this exact bench. It was this exact fucking bench, and this one looks a little bit nicer. I built it myself, which means I just put the bolts in and I tightened them up, and I worked out forever. I remember I would just be out there for hours. Yeah, includes 80-pound vinyl weight set with sand, of course. Strengthen biceps. It says weightlifting bench set for isolated movements in proper form. Strengthen biceps, triceps, quadriceps, legs, and buttocks. You nailing them all there. Didn't say chest though. I really just wanted to bench a ton. 
I wanted to fucking, I wanted to get juiced. Because I was watching wrestling every day then, and I just wanted to get fucking juiced. I wanted to be huge. Like, I wanted to be ungodly big. And I remember one time it was spring break, and I was getting my ass kicked. No, that couldn't have been. It had to be summer break. And I really didn't know how the body worked at the time. And I remember going away for summer break in freshman year. I had I bought the weight set in May. So the school year ended in June. And I remember walking out of freshman year. I was like, I'm in this, when I come back in sophomore year, I'm going to be fucking jacked. Breaking news, I was not fucking jacked. Nor am I fucking jacked now. So it's a long game. That was like 10 years ago. <laughs> it was literally 10 years ago that I decided that I was going to get fucking jacked in my garage. It didn't work out. I didn't work out. I mean, I did, but I wasn't. I guess I wasn't very good at it. Um, I would run with my dog at the time. We would just go at it. You know, that was the white. That was the white kid dream, right? Just go get fucking jacked. Speaking of that, I have an email about that kind of. Let me uh, pull it up. Here we go. It says Ryan, would you rather? Because you, it says, Ryan, you brought up your grandpa or great-grandpa. Yeah, I think it's bigger than that, buddy. I think it's longer than that. 1700s were a long time ago, pal. I don't know if he's my great-grandpa. All right? You said your great-grandpa fought in the Revolutionary War. Right? Would you rather go to war or go to prison? Prison or war? Now, if you're talking, like, go to Afghanistan... Like, you're talking go to fucking war. Are you talking prison back in the 1700s? They just murdered people. So let's assume we're talking today. This is a good question. Prison or war? Fuck. I think I'd rather go to war. Prison, I'm not built for either of these things, man. You don't want me going to war. He added more and said, it it wouldn't be that bad. What do you mean it wouldn't be that bad? Washington's armies would just walk for like 30 miles a day, which was a fucking ton back then. And you're not wearing new balances when you're walking in Washington's army down the Virginia coast in late December, pal. You're wearing some fucking clogs or something. You know what I mean? You're getting, you're wearing wet leather clothes. It's not like walking 30 miles now like the fucking mall walkers can do. We're talking, this is a hike. And so, I probably would rather go to war. Would I have to fight in war? Oh, fuck. I mean, dude, there's always been a part of me. Like, I've watched a lot of war movies, man. Like, I've watched Saving Private Ryan a million times because my dad loves that movie. I've watched just like any war, like Pearl Harbor, which is kind of a shitty movie now that I'm thinking back, but it was good. It was like... How is it shitty and good, Ryan? Huh? You want to stop being a contradiction? I'm saying it was like good for, I don't know, it was, it's like a good TNT movie on like a Saturday. Um, I'd probably go to war. Like I've seen so much and I wouldn't want to do it. Like if we're talking, like it depends on the year. Like now I feel like you don't want me going to war because I would be so shitty about it. You know, we'd be like, all right, everybody up. And I'm like, why are we waking up at fucking 5 a.m.? Where are we going to go? We've outgunned these motherfuckers. Like, who are we going to face? Who are we even fighting? You know, we're going to look for some insurgents. Have we tried talking to them? 
You know what I mean? Have we tried just breaking it down, like our differences here? And usually the difference is where they're looking for oil. Normally, that's the difference. But, you know, neither here nor there. I'd probably rather go to war, dude. Prison, like, I mean, the people the people that say they'd rather go to prison are probably like, I'll go to prison, get jacked. You'll also probably have to join a gang. You'll probably also have to get... You'll have to... I mean, this is just probably from me. I've never been to prison. I've really never talked to anybody. Maybe I should talk to somebody that's been to prison. Uh, you'd probably have to do some things with guys that you normally wouldn't do. And I'm not I'm not trying to do that. How long is my prison stay? If you go to war, you get free college when you get back. You get a discount at like a Mission Barbecue. You get discount on auto insurance, I think. You know, you get all these benefits. Whereas prison, you just can't get a job. You know, you get actually the opposite. There's like, there's prison and there's war and the benefits are completely opposite. You know what I mean? Maybe you can show them your, your you know, you're getting a speeding ticket, you're going 40 in a, in a 30, in a 25, and, you know, you cop pulls up, you show him your military ID, he gives you a warning type stuff, you know, because you both drive F-150s or something like that. So I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna have to go to war if I had to choose I wouldn't like it, though. I really wouldn't like it. Just know that. Prison, you're just stuck with your thoughts. War, somebody's waiting on you. You know? You maybe have a girlfriend that cheats on you a few times, or like a wife that you now have a kid with. Why do people that go... Is there... There's gotta be a study. Because it just happened in a circle. I And somebody... One of my friends, he said... This girl got married, and he was going to his... Her... You know, he was, they were dating at the time. They got married. She was pregnant. And now they're having, he's away. He's on deployment. And she had a kid. Why is that so prevalent? Why does that happen so much? Is there like a scientific answer for that? There's probably some bennies involved. Bennies for you not, you know, it's benefits. There's probably some benefits involved in that. I'd assume. I mean, why would? Why else would there be? I mean, unless people just be fucking. And I got a new thing for you. So I'd rather go to war, sir. I would not go to prison. I'm not going to prison. I'm not built for prison. Do you understand? What am I supposed to do? Stand up in prison? Do you understand how poorly that would go? Who did stand up in prison? Didn't Carlin do stand up in prison? Who did stand up in prison? Who did Johnny Bench play for? Why did that show up? Who did stand up in prison. Um, I think Kamisa ends up in prison for the thing. Who've done seven comedians who've done real prison time? Tim Allen. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I thought someone did. I thought like George Carlin did prison time. Um, I was gonna talk about something, but I got fucking thrown out. I'm not going to prison. Oh, that's going to piss me off, because I, I really had something to go on there. Man, I'm not going to fucking prison. Everyone thinks they're tough, too. I think it's like a white guy. It's definitely a white guy thing. Fuck, I got to find out what I was talking about. Hold on. Okay, I got it. I went back and looked. You're all yelling at your phone. I got a new thing about what people and how we should curtail if I was dictator. This is something Bill Burr has been doing on his podcast. He talks about if he was dictator. Now I'm going to talk about it on mine because I have no original thoughts. Okay? 
if I was a dictator, if I could rule over the world, I would say that there would have to be a license to have children. And Ryan, what do you mean? Because I think I've talked about this before, but it's become more prevalent in my daily life because I hear more stories of, you know, this person's going to jail, like literally someone's going to jail and they're having a kid. That just wouldn't happen. Things that would be taken into account. Um, Money, your financial situation. Can you support the child? Can the child eat? Okay. Um, your, Your... Two people are having a compatibility test. Like, are you guys going to be good parents? I mean, it's impossible to know. It's like picking a quarterback, you know what I mean? Not to bring it back around to sports. Um, You'd have to... It's basically you're just getting a child license because the process to adopt a child is very difficult, right? But the process to make one is very simple. The dumbest people in the world can just have kids. There's no prerequisite. Can you get it up? Can you stick it in here, and can you thrust? And can you thrust until it feels so good? Boom, you got a kid. Bam, you got a kid, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, If I was dictator, you need, you need a license to drive a boat. You need a license to hunt. You need a license to drive a car. You have a, you have a whole background check to get a house. You have a whole background check to get a job. I got to send in 85 different documents to get a job to prove on me. But if I want to have a baby, I just got to find somebody willing or unwilling in certain areas. And I'm not saying that you have to, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying it's possible. Okay. There are some people that want to take away the ability to get rid of that baby in an unwilling circumstance. So what I'm trying to say is that we should make it tougher to have babies. One, population needs to be cut down, okay? Because we're going to be faced, not to go full doomer on you, but we're going to be faced with a real issue here soon enough with the world. I know it's cold as hell outside here right now where I'm at, and it's snowing and everyone's freaking out. Did see somebody spin out today on the freeway. That was kind of, that was kind of crazy. It's got to be just a moment. Like, there are people in life that just can't, you just know that they're going through shit. Like, I would put myself in their shoes. Like, I'm driving. My my anxiety level is probably at, like, a four when I'm driving because I'm mainly worried about everybody else. My car will be fine. You know, that's famous famous words there. Um, But I saw this person literally spinning out on the on-ramp, like spinning. And I thought their anxiety level has got to be at 11. They just got to pull over. Like, they just got to give up, call a tow, or just wait. Wait it out. You know, it's just over. Wait until a cop pulls up and you're like, sir, I just couldn't go any further. It's better if I sat here. I'm sure he'd understand. Or maybe he wouldn't. You know what I mean? It's New Year. They're trying to make some money. Um, but you really got to be up. Like, I'm not even talking about, this isn't even a upper echelon class thing. Like, this is no class system having kids. I'm saying I want kids to be put in better situations so we can maybe end some of the issues we have. Everybody can still have kids. But I would definitely be up on the condoms thing. Condoms would be distributed, boom, bing, bong, bing. The U.S. Postal Service would also drop off a bag of six condoms every... Eh, fuck, fuck it, make it 15. 15 condoms every week. You can opt out of your weekly condom delivery. But then everyone will know you're, you're not getting any fucking... You're not getting any action there. Are you going to opt out? The mailman will stop and be like, oh, they're not getting any condoms. He'll knock and flick you off as he's walking away. <laughs> you're just some... Or you're just married... Even then, still use condoms if you're married. Why would you not use condoms if you're married? 
Like it, condoms are such a great invention. Probably a top five invention. Really been over that. Heat, air conditioning. Is air conditioning a top five invention? For some people. If you live somewhere in the world, like Louisiana, air conditioning is definitely... You know what doesn't sit right with me? All the... What doesn't sit right with you, Ryan? The French people in Louisiana. You know, I'm sure it has some some fucking devilish history. But, like, French people in Quebec and Canada, like, makes sense, right? They emigrated there. But to end up in Louisiana? How the fuck did that happen? That doesn't sit right with me. How did French people... It's gonna be slaves, isn't it? It always is. How did French people, who bailed us out, by the way, in the, in the Revolutionary War, um, end up in Louisiana. Did I spell it right? No, I got fat fingers. Louisiana. Louisiana histories. Louisiana's history is closely tied to Canada's. How? How is that fucking possible? They are literally... No, for, they couldn't be further away from each other. That'd be like saying Cuba's popu- the history is tied to fucking Montana. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Louisiana's... History is closely tied to Canada's. In the 17th century, Louisiana was colonized by French Canadians. Okay. In the name of the King of France. In the years that followed, imagine being the King of France. Say, hey, we just colonized this place for you. Cool. Thanks. Oh, thank you, dude. That's, oh, wow. I'm leaving that in to just let you know to never ask me to do accents. In the years that followed, additional waves of settlers came from from French Canada to Louisiana, notably the Acadians after their deep deportation by British troops in 1755. Oh. This is from History.com. The French in Louisiana. The French in New Orleans. Given the history of English and Spanish colonial expansion in North America, it's easy to forget the New France. A vast... A New France? New France couldn't be further away from Old France. Like, New Mexico makes sense. Right? New England makes almost, like, makes sense. But New France? Why wouldn't they just call Quebec New France? That's bullshit. I hate this. I know you guys hate this too, but dude, I'm just fighting through it. Told you I had to do this early. I'm sorry, I did written, I wrote nothing down. In 1682, the French claimed what became known as Louisiana Territory, or La Louisiane. Oh, God. And uh, these fucking French people, their fucking laws and ands at the end. An immense parcel of land named in honor of... These people love the king, huh? That that would have been me in the Revolutionary War. I'm telling you. They would have come to my door and asked me to join the militia. And the militias back then were literally just the city's militia. Okay? So it, it would have been like, hey, Ryan, we're going to fight. Come on, we're going to go take down the fucking king, dude. And I'd, I probably would have lived in Boston because my family's from Massachusetts because I'm a asshole. And they would have been like, dude, we're going to fucking take down the fucking king, dude. Let's fucking go. <laughs> and I'd be like, dude, buddy, kid, I can't go. I, kid, I can't go. I got work tomorrow. And he would just be like, dude, we're going to fucking go throw some tea in the harbor. Fuck. Why are we doing that, man? Don't we want that shit? <laughs> No, dude, we're drinking this shit now. He throws it to me. It's just fucking coffee. And then then starts the coffee addiction. 
quickly recognized the possibilities for shipping at the Mississippi Delta, where Mississippi River meets the Gulf of Mexico. Thanks for clearing that up. The early settlers from France founded the city of New Orleans. 17 years later, engineers designed 66 squares of walled village, naming the streets after French royalty. Oh. The streets they created and named compromise, comprised, compromise, comprised what today is known as the French Quarter section of New England. See, people are like, oh, the Treaty of Fontainebleau. See, I can't read this because I'd fuck it all up and everyone would make fun of me. And I'd go back to when I was in high school and everyone bullied me for not being able to talk. And now here I am recording myself talking to get over that fear. Maybe that's my schizophrenia and anxiety all wrapped into one. Maybe I don't even have anxiety. Maybe I have ADHD. You decide. Right? And, you you know, people say, oh, what are you doing listening to that guy yelling at his phone and his camera and his, and his computer and his basement? What do you mean? What are you listening to? Oh, he's giving me history lessons. I just, I would came into this podcast believing that the French just came over for slaves in Louisiana. Little did I know, they wanted to turn it into a shipping hub. Boom. And that's why it's called the French Quarter. And there's new France, and it couldn't be further away from old France. And then you can fucking shit on them. So when you're out on a date with a lady, soon enough, if any of you ever get a fucking date, you know, that's what we're all trying to do here. Right? That's life. We're all trying to get with somebody. So when you're taking that date to get to a date, maybe do an Outback Steakhouse. And you ask her, hey, where do you want to travel to? And she goes, oh, you know, I've always wanted to go to Louisiana. You know, I always love the bayou. And be like, oh, French Quarter? And she's like, oh, yeah, French Quarter, of course. I'm like, did you know how that all those, all those streets are named after uh, French royalty? And why it's called that? It's called New France because of uh, they named it after the old king in 1655. And she'll, she'll just literally, she will literally ask you to go to the bathroom and bang her like that lady in Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. That's facts. That's facts. And you can take that to the bank. So try it next time you're out on a date. Right? So that's all for me. That's a little dating advice for you. I'll see you guys next week or week after. I don't know how the time works now. I'll post this Monday. Um, be good. Follow me at all the links below. Um, go Browns, I guess. I didn't want to talk about all the nerds being attacked by football players. No one hates being called out more than journalists. It's our job! Yeah, nobody gives a fuck, right? Because it's sports and we all have opinions. Just because yours gets fucking posted in a newspaper doesn't give it weight. Perfect time for the music to save me because I'm not ready to be mean anymore. All right. Have a good weekend or week, whatever day it is. Happy New Year. Are you still on your resolution? Who gives a shit? No one does that fucking corny. Nah, see you. Love you.
simple as a liar Whoever told you peace is easy, don't admire I wanna hold you, but I can't control the fire The finest burning ain't a putting out that light Yeah, desire turns to desire Turns into a quiet old man full of white hair Thought we had it all planned out in the hijack But even then, everything was a fight, yeah Peas and carrots, what we inherit I see the merit in the squeeze of parents No need to sugarcoat it I see the need for being married, but who would condone it? When your dreams are being buried And it seems you've been disowned I say hold on to the little piece of you that's still upon you Look twice and where's it gone to? Think twice, but what are you gonna do? If this the type of life you want to, just let it on you. I say. You when this love is so disarming Thought I was so lucky cause you told me I was charming Nobody told you making money is a problem For a rapper ain't it funny how it's always so alarming Same with actors, same with authors, all the same Just blame the artists, all the all the poets part And I'm an arm and always starving for attention Tens of thousands could have mentioned I am worthy but I'm thirsty Ain't it now so you can quench it, I'm defensive